Okay. Let's talk about Mr. CEO of All My Friends Are Girls. Good morning, Hollywood. Beautiful day today. Yeah. That's just a dream. Hold up. Yeah. Put a bit. Hey. I just want to chill in bed, but I be working Monday. No worries on my mind, cause I be rich with all that money. I'll be famous, living. females we got just drama <laughs> we got colleen we got madison we got the blind cats today we found somebody colleen found somebody at hinge and it really speaks for itself okay and this is it okay first of all i would just like to comment that this is the first time we didn't do our formal intro and if that just doesn't explain quarantine guys i don't know what does um this is weird because this is the first time we've been recording not together um which is tragic yeah, and I miss you and we were still living together and now we don't do that anymore yeah I miss you but anyway <laughs> here is our interview with Eric hey you guys we are here with Eric um Eric, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us your name. What you, we know your name, <laughs> age, occupation, uh, where you went to school, maybe your height. Let's hear it. Oh, you want to know the height? I always forget. Everybody on the dating app, you're such height supremacists. Right. Yeah, and on the podcast too. Not with the height because that's way more important than anything else I'm about to tell we you. We are not height supremacists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, I get it. It's fine. Is a is height supremacist? We are not. So here's my issue. It's like, I completely get where it's like, oh, I want a manly man, you want tall. But like, I don't get to put my weight on the dating app. Like nobody knows that I'm yoked. Like they just, like all the tall skinny kids went out and like the normal heighted muscular people like me, we get nothing. It's ridiculous. Okay, define normal heighted. How tall are you? Okay, so my dating app will say 5'10". In reality, I am 5'9 and three quarters. Oh, specific. Guy I've dated minus one has been under six foot. That does not bother me. Yeah, no. but Madison, you are not tall. <laughs> you no. don't get to be in this conversation. Here's the thing, but you have like really short women still wanting guys who are over six foot, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's all all these tall, thin white dudes run the dating market. Like I've heard so many of my <laughs> friends say, I don't know if he's good looking or just tall. And I completely agree. Just white boys with big noses have way too much clout. Take us, walk us through your algorithm. Like, what is what is Hinge uh, usually? Wait, can we go back? Can you say the other things too? Okay, okay. so I'm five nine and three quarters. I'm gonna okay. say five nine. Uh, my name is Eric. That's not an alias. I went to Stanford. I just graduated in the spring, and I worked for an economist at the University of Chicago. If you've ever heard of the book Freakonomics, he's one of the guys who wrote that. Oh I my gosh, him. I do know that book. Okay, weird. Cool. That's my boss. Okay. That's very awesome. Can you walk me through, because my algorithm is not all guys over six foot. Can you walk me through what your algorithm on Hinge, like, spits out for you? Okay, so what does it spit out? So I'm in the Chicago area. So naturally, it's, there's a lot of Big Ten sorority girls that come up. <laughs> okay, attack me. <laughs> a pretty substantial portion of those. Literally come after me. 
there's a lot of racially ambiguous people that pop up. Okay. But I feel like I'm racially ambiguous too. Maybe there's some mutuality there. And the last one is, oh yeah, Chicago's not that Jewish, but a huge chunk, I mean, I think a huge chunk of my hinge dates have been Jewish girls, which I think is really interesting because I don't necessarily like them at a higher rate than comes across my screen, sure. but it seems like I get liked by them a lot. And I, have, I don't know why this is. It's just something I've observed. Are you Jewish? I'm not. Huh. Maybe I look interesting. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. To be a lot of substantial amount. <laughs> that was not English. I find there to be a large amount of Jewish men on mine, too. Me, too! I think it's because we're, in, we're on the north side of Chicago. Yeah, I'm not even on the north side. I'm Hyde Park. Oh. Mm. Intriguing. We'll ask this to the data scientists at Hinge another time. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay, so why why are you on Hinge? Like, what? Especially during the quarantine. Let's back up. This is like a totally different time of dating. Are you going on like FaceTime dates? And I use that with quotes. Not really. So I went on one, and it was awful. She was kind of mean. But wait, you have to tell us about it. <laughs> she wasn't mean on FaceTime. She wasn't that bold. I would appreciate if she could be mean on FaceTime. She was like mean over text. What? What did she say? Oh, it was sort of, so we, we had met before. I had been, I had been back at the apartment with somebody else who she was friends with and that was where she'd met me. And she figured that out at a certain point, but then she like, it wasn't even like she negged me. It was like, she just said like mean stuff. And I was like, this is an intriguing way to try to like pick somebody up. Cause I don't like get insecure, but she was like, ooh, so you went back with so-and-so. I was like, I, I did, this, this did happen. And she was like, and you guys didn't go on a second date. And I was like, yeah, she was like, did you ask? And I was like, yeah, I did. Here's my biggest issue of the dating market. So the vast majority of people I go on a date with are like, if I like them, okay, I'll ask to go on a second date. But I don't care about them like that much. I'm like, yeah, we did enough for a second date, but I don't care. And they're like, if it means, I don't care if I get rejected at all. If it means a lot to somebody that they rejected you though, you're, then you get annoyed because you're like, I didn't really care. I just asked because like, I, I don't do anything. I just moved back here. I'm not doing anything else on Wednesday night. And they're like, oh, you got rejected. And I'm like, I think rejected means you have to like care. <laughs> like I've been rejected. I have been rejected in my newfound single life. Like I got on Hinge around a little after me and my girlfriend broke up in like September, I got on Hinge. And in that time, I'd say I've been rejected like once or twice. Like one or two people have said no to me. And I've been like, oh, that's sad. I really like them. And everything else has just been like, it's just sucked. Like it's like fine. But there's, like, only been, like, a few people who I was, like, this was an awesome date. Like, you seem like a cool person who I would want to be friends with. I'm trying so hard to figure you out right now. Because, like, normally I'm, like, really good at reading people. Like, so good at reading people. But you are just so, I can't, the energy. <laughs> like, I wish this was an in-person. In yeah, I can't figure it out either. No, I can't figure it out. We could do a part two if you want when quarantine's over. When, when is your birthday? Oh, oh, we're going to do this. Here we oh, go. I just learned. I, I can tell you my sign because I went on a date with a girl. <laughs> he was a 27-year-old woman was the one who told me what my sign was. That was not a good date. What's your sign? I'm dying to know. Pisces. You're Pisces? Yes. And on that date, this is, what I was, this is the first time I realized, I don't know if the single life is for me. It's because she was like, you're a Pisces. And she was like, you're not a Pisces. You're lying to me. And I was like, she's like, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I think this is kind of bullshit. 
And she's like, no, you're lying to me. Like, there's no way you're born in March with this personality. Here's the thing. I'm also Pisces. And, you know, Pisces are known to be, like, introverted, kind of keeping to themselves, really, like, artistic, which I have the artistic qualities, but I don't have the introvertedness at all. I'm crazy bitch. So... I appreciate that you own that. So it's, it's because you have to look at your whole chart. So then my rising sign is Leo, which Leos are like insane attention horror. Like uh, we love them, life the party type of people. And I say attention horror with like a lot of like love behind that. <laughs> um, so that's really interesting because a lot of the men usually have the introverted like um, characteristic, but you don't. I think a lot of I think a lot of straight men aren't that comfortable with themselves, frankly. Like mm. I think women need to posture to a certain extent. Yeah. And it's just it's just a thing. I don't know why it is. Yeah, the the star stuff is like interesting in a personality way to me, but I don't like read my horoscope or like follow it daily. I just think the personality aspects of your zodiac sign are like always accurate and so interesting and I'm sorry to have ruined that for you. No, you didn't ruin it for me. I, I believe in whatever I want to believe. In that case, I wish I could have ruined it for you. Graduated from fucking Stanford. Okay, I already knew what you were going to say about it. But I graduated. You didn't graduate? I did. I just never said I did. Okay. <laughs> also, tell so me I'm going to insert myself back into our date. <laughs> our right, date. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. You're good. I, I just have her so you'd pay attention to me, you know. Listen, oh, you for sure. No, listen. I just have no comments on that, and I only have to rush this along since our Zoom <laughs> call is short and limited. Otherwise, I would be like, let's explore every facet of all of this I'll and figure out all of your signs and everything. Um. Oh my gosh, this dog. Okay, so question. You said that you downloaded Hinge. You when you were just talking about the story post breakup. How? How long post-breakup did you download it? And, like, what was that like? Hmm. So she's going to listen. So if, she's, if she listens, I'll say, Laura, whatever amount of time you think is acceptable plus a week. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well. Probably less than that amount of time. Okay. And what was that like for you? Like, were you – do you feel like you did that out of a place of, like, just wanting to get back in the – game or was it like you really were looking for someone or what was it i mean the whole last little chunk of the relationship we sort of knew we were gonna break up so it wasn't even like a surprise like some breakups you're like what oh. happened it's like you saw the writing on the wall also we were moving she was going to school in new york and i was going to chicago to work mm-hmm. and the end it was a little rocky so it was just like a it was mute it was mutual like everybody kind of saw where it was going but no it wasn't even to get back in the game like a lot of like at the end of when you're single it's like you're just like i'm not the most emotional person like, for me, the biggest, a lot, for a lot of people, like, the biggest issue in dating is they're like, oh, they did this thing, but I still like them so much, and, like, they weigh those things. I don't really, like, get mm. hurt or offended that often, really. It's, like, the opportunity cost of, like, who could I be seeing, and you don't really know. Like, that's the thing you wonder about. Opportunity costs. I know you didn't just say that to describe I know you didn't just use the phrase opportunity cost to describe dating. I was really hoping you were going to comment on that. I didn't want to press in, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was curious about. And then I got on and I was like, people really aren't as interesting as I thought they were. So, so it's been... Okay, you know what? I will, I will agree with you in the sense that I feel like 
everybody kind of seems the same for the most part. Do you yeah. find that to be true, both of you? Like, and I don't know if it's like the facade that everybody wants to put up on apps. Like, is that a thing that people just think that they have this image that they think people want to see? I'm raising my hand. All right, I'll take oh, this one. Yes, Eric. I initially, I really realize, I used, most of my friends are girls. So I would always be like, <laughs> about their boyfriends and I would like empathize with the boyfriends because I'd be like it's easy for me to know what's happening with you Catherine because like you tell me everything but I know you don't tell that fucking tall thin white boy with the big nose like everything because you're annoyed at him so like he's not getting complete information but also he is acting kind of like a fuck boy but then I realized like hmm like the dating market is kind of strange like when the boys would like ignore girls or like do shit like that i was always like i don't understand why they're doing that and then i started going on dates and then i'd like if i had a nice ish time i'd text the girl the next day you know like terrible stuff like hey i had a good time or like let's do that again sometime like you know really really awful stuff like never get a second date ever like no matter what you know when you're on a date sometimes and you're like sometimes you're on a date and you're like wow i feel like i'm lucky to be here and that that person doesn't want to go on a date with you you're like oh they didn't enjoy it but other times you're on a date and you're like i feel like i'm the catch here like you have the two different categories of dates. Like even when I was like, I feel like I was the catch on that date. If I messaged them the next day or act interested, like that's it, it's over. Like the ignoring people thing and like the acting aloof is a hundred percent. I think people are responding to their incentives. Cause also when I would like go to like profiles, I would like always comment on the words. In the beginning I was like, they get Hinge gave me unlimited likes for a month. So I was like, I'm gonna experiment a hundred percent. I'm gonna try all the things. And for the first three weeks, I just tried all this stuff where I was like commenting on the words like they'd say something on the profile and I would comment on it or I would interact with like what they said they were interested in and then it was like working fine and then for the last week as like the baseline I just started telling people they were pretty and like that was it and like my the six the like backs were like five times as high and that was what I realized it doesn't matter like what you do or when you went to school or anything like that like if I don't know anything about you and I'm only seeing your profile Telling people they were pretty is for some reason the winning strategy. Go. Thank you. I just had to raise my hand. I have an immediate thought. I personally feel like that speaks more to our like culture that is very like deprived of hearing those things. Like I think it's because you're you're responding to an emotional thing and it makes them feel like they're getting more than they are. Does that make sense? Like that's why you, I think you get that response. I think that makes complete sense. But I think it's interesting because I think it speaks a lot to what people actually are looking to get out of relationships versus what they hmm. say they're looking to get out of the relationships. Like yeah. you actually want somebody to like talk about your deepest thoughts with every day and what you think about this particular thing or this quirky joke. A lot of times you just kind of want to be loved. And that's really the reason a lot of people stay in these mediocre relationships where it's not a good hmm. fit. I think is like you're, you are loved and like people like feeling that. See, I think that's interesting because I feel like the guys who do respond to my profile and say something about my appearance, I'm, like, very turned off by that. Whereas, like, if I get something funny or quirky or responding to, like, something directly on my profile that's funny, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I, like, I'm into Same that. Same like, Madison, yeah. Absolutely, I think it's absolutely the case with tons of people. All I found is that it's hard to figure out who those, how to appeal mm. to those people just by looking at their profile. So I'm not saying- I hear that. Like, oh, if it's a girl, just call her pretty. It's more of like, if I can't, if all I have is your profile, 
I really thought a quirky answer, like my profile is kind of quirky and strange. So like if I see answers like that on a girl's profile, I think, oh, like I'll, I should comment on the words. And that's just not what I found for some reason. So I've just found that it's kind of tough to figure out who's the genuinely quirky people versus the people who just want to come off quirky, but like hmm. are probably more a little bit looking to be loved than to be engaged. I guess that like poses the question too then of like the, the fakeness of dating apps. I don't know. And like the, the, the perk to meeting somebody in real life. Cause you can, I feel like Gabe's that better in real life. Like how to approach, you know, I the, like, the meet cute, if you will. I was super pro dating app until I got on it. And, <laughs> and I've been on it for so many months and I show up to so many of these dates. Like I'll go on a lot of them just cause I'm like, like I'm, I'm lonely. Like I, I like being with somebody, but like I also have a certain standard for like, at this point I sort of know what I'm looking for, but it really takes me like five or 10 minutes of meeting somebody in real life <laughs> to know like, this is like a legitimate option. Like you can't know for sure, but you can know like 90, 95% after like five or 10 minutes like how it's probably going to go between you two. But like, you have to still sit through the whole date and all that stuff. Like I'm really kind of down on dating apps and maybe just like randomly approach people at bars is the winning strategy. Maybe my dad's generation like had it, had it locked down. But even that's kind of hard. Like a lot of people, since that doesn't happen that often anymore, if you just approach people, like if you approach a girl and like, just like talk to them at a bar or something, a lot of times I'll just be like, what the fuck? Like they'll almost always be like, what the fuck? Unless they're attracted to you. And even if they're attracted to you, they'll still be like, oh, he was cute, but like, that's strange. My friend, my friend and I, um, sorry, my friend Sophie came to me from Turkey and we, we went out and we were like, let's just find some random guy off a hinge and like meet him and his friends out. Like we have nothing to do, it'll be fun. So like I messaged this guy and he's like, yeah, 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 that sounds like fun. Let's meet here. So we met here and it was like, kind of awkward because he was like kind of trying to impress me because like it was off of a dating app so it was kind of like a formal ish vibe and then we ended up not hanging out with them at all because I do feel kind of bad about this but like we we met these two random other dudes standing next to them who were like so funny and engaging and stuff and I think that's a prime example of why the mindset of dating apps don't work because there's pressure whereas like those two guys it's like I had more fun with them because I wasn't on a dating app date with them and then I actually got to really know those guys where I feel like when you're in a date setting you don't get to know them it's so weird there have only been two people who I've gone on dates with on dating apps and like the I don't know how many months I've been on them since like the beginning since the fall where I was like wow those were such amazing dates and both of those were the dates where I knew beforehand, I was like, this is going to be awesome. Hmm. One of them, she was just like, wow, so funny and quirky. Or it was like, perfect. Like we had the same kind of sense of humor. And the other one, she was just so sharp. And, and you got that from, like, how did you catch that vibe? Like through text? Yeah, just as you're texting, it was like not the normal stuff. It was like, okay. I responded something. She said a weird thing. I said a weird thing. She said a weird thing. Or another one, it was just like, I said a really frank thing. She's German, so it was like, she said a really frank thing. I said a really frank thing, and I was like, this is gonna work too. Hmm. I was just like, it was, I knew quickly, and at this point, like since I have nothing else really going on in my dating life, like I will like sit there and text people on Hinge because like it feels nice to like be wanted or whatever. Like I know deep down that's sort of what it is. Like you say like, oh, it's really because maybe you have to give them time, but I know like, 
if they were probably worth it, I'd know pretty quickly. That's not the case for everybody. But in my life, I found pretty much all my best friends I knew like right away because I'm kind of strange hmm. a lot. And like the people I like really engage with that quickly. But in reality, I know like if I meet somebody worthwhile on the dating app, I'll probably know within eight messages. Like I'm just messaging people at night because I have nothing to do. Madison, I'm curious because you use dating apps like way more than I do. <laughs> and I just want that to know like. Until they're Colleen. No, like in the best way. Like it's just because I'm pretty bad at it and honestly scared of it. Um, but I am curious, do you feel as if like this is true for you too in the dates that you've been on? Because I've only been on one dating app date ever. Wait, time out. You host this podcast and you're yes. the one you're supposed to be on the date with. Yes. Been on one dating update ever? Correct. And it was only after I started the podcast. I was like, I have to do this because I co-host a podcast about it. And I hated every second of it. But I'm curious, Madison, like, do you find it to like what Eric's saying about knowing five to 10 minutes in, like, has that been true for you? Um, I don't want to sound redundant on this show because often I feel like I do say the same things over and over again. So I guess I will say that I will reiterate that I usually have really great first dates. And I don't Mm. know if that's like the inner Pisces, hopeless, romantic, like obsessed with finding love in me. But like, I usually, and I like, I don't want to be like, I'm fucking awesome, but I get along with basically everybody. Like there's very few people in this world where I'm like, I don't want to chill with you because you're fucking rude or something. Like I get along with everybody. And I think that's why usually my first dates go well is because I can't hold my own, keep a conversation going, like have fun. Like if they do something weird, I usually find it really charming. Whereas like people are like, nope, shut down. Like I feel like there are moments in dates where like something happens and you're like, nope. Like, they'll say one thing. I know that's happened to you. Like, they'll say something or whatever. But I can usually, like, kind of get over it type of thing. I'm usually, like, pretty open-minded. But then the second dates are always – I'm always out. I'm like, nope, that's bad. So I'm usually, like, very charmed. And I feel like I can bring out weirdo parts of people. So then I'm like, this is going great. And then by the second date, when the charm has, like, gone, I, I I can never get past the second date usually. Okay. Like Colleen knows. Like every time I do I, know that to be true. I come home and I'm like, I'm not my husband. <laughs> I can't shut up about it. I'm like, that was incredible. I'm finally not gonna be single anymore. And then a date or two later, I'm like, that was fucking tragic. And but here's the thing, Madison, like that is where I think this whole concept like kind of meets each other. So for Eric, it's you know, five, ten minutes in. For you, it's second date, like does it boil down to people not like displaying themselves how they actually are or like people portraying this image that they wish was true of themselves that just like is not them? Do you know what I'm saying? I think people have learned like I feel like there's a certain culture and like people have just learned how to be funnier over and over the internet like Mm. you could be the weirdest person and like the shyest person and the most introverted person in person but I think people obviously I mean it's fucking obvious I'm not like thinking of some like amazing new study that like Harvard found like no everyone's more confident over the internet so I think that's where it really gets skewed whereas like if you met somebody in person you're gonna immediately know if the vibes are working or not so like anyone can be funny on a text like truly unless you're like horrible texting like everyone's pretty charming 
over the internet. Yeah, there's a formula to it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, don't be too forward. Don't say something about their appearance. You can't be too sexy, but you want to be a little flirty. Like, it's just so specific in, like, a weird way that everyone can kind of figure it out. Colleen, I have a question. How many dates have you ever been on in your life where you came home and you were like, have you ever been on a date where you went home? It seems like you go on less dates than Madison. You guys correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Oh, where I you for sure came, do. You were like, wow, judgmental. Where you came home and you were like, that's a husband. Like, that might be it. Oh, like, this might be it for me. does this all the time. I do it every time. <laughs> you do it every time. No, Maybe not every time. Not, so not every time. <laughs> no, but I can confidently say that that has happened many times in my life. And, um, and I just want to correct you. It is not judgmental that she goes on more dates than me. It is just that I and her view dating differently. And it's kind of the beauty of this podcast. Yeah. We're kind of opposites. In All the right. Those three times, did anything promising happen for any of them? Or did you just- For really all of them. They were all boyfriends? Yeah. Um, two of them were. And did you speak that into existence because you'd already decided you were attached and you looked stupid if you didn't? Or was it just true? Um, like, perceived it accurately? No, I mean, like, to be honest, like, with them, I think that, like, if life circumstances were different, that, like, I could have married any three of them. If I had been... Classic if, romantic girl. Same. I'm serious. If I had been, no, it's a me, though, it's a me problem. Like, if I had been more mature in one of, oh, no, dog. If I had been more mature in, like, two of the cases, for sure, like, probably could have ended in marriage. But, like, I don't know. I also don't want to go into dating being cynical and being like, oh, well, I'm never going to find anybody, so let's just live it up and find whoever we find, you know? Like, I would rather go in with the hopeful expectation of, like, oh, my gosh, I really like this person, and I want to enjoy the joy, you know? I'm curious to go back to you saying, like, speaking into existence. Like, was that, like, a law of attraction reference? I don't know what you're referring to with law of attraction. Like manifestation, like, good things happen to you when you will them. Oh, no, it's more of, I think it's, I think it's less of that. Like a lot of it is a social pressure thing where when you've come home mm-hmm. and been like, oh my God, like he's so amazing. And then when you're like, uh, it makes you look a little bad to renege on everything you said and be like, I fucked up. He kind of sucks. Like once you've said good stuff about a boy to your friends, there's sometimes a certain pressure to like maintain it. There's some inertia there. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's humbling. <laughs> That's for sure. And you rip your ex in front of your parents, game over. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, my I ex was to her mom because that was her best friend. And then, like, expect me to just see her mom the next time and be like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? I've, like, I've like talked shit about my exes to my parents, like, as we all do when, when we break up. And then try to get back together with them. Whoo! Ooh, my parents are like, he's never allowed in our house again. Like, it's the same, like, did you guys do that with friends growing up, too? Like, you would tell your mom something that a friend said, yeah. and then they were like, that friend's never coming over again. But two days later, you resolved the conflict, and they were like, nope. Yeah. My <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, like, she'll have my back, like, no doubt. So is my dad. Like, my dad's so productive over me, so he'll literally be like, yeah. Dude, your, your parents are the best. <laughs> they are. Shout out. 
<laughs> my mom. My dad doesn't listen anymore. Oh, my, wow. So, question. There's seven minutes left. Is there anything people usually answer? I haven't answered yet. I don't know how this usually goes. I well, no, know. this has been awesome, first of all. Thanks. What about women? What do I what? What do you want to know about women? Oh, I already know. So, here's the thing. Most of, <laughs> most of my friends are, like, I have what a huge <laughs> I'm the, the guy friend amongst oh, all. No. I feel like the gay guy friend stereotype in so many friend groups where like I'm the only boy and it's a bunch of sorority girls and it's because I'm like outgoing and slightly effeminate I'm just like the straight version of that so like there's so many of these conversations I've already had I've observed it so many times that's why like nothing has shocked me about the dating life even when I'm disappointed I'm never surprised he said oh oh I already know I know everything there is to know about women (laughs) not everything there is to know just like nothing has really surprised me about the dating life yet where I've been really Wait, surprised yeah. on a date, it was like, because it was a quirky person. And I'm like, this person is intriguing to me. But like the game itself of like me learning all the stupid rules, like I'm supposed to ignore them, even though I kind of just want to text them the next day. Or like, there's a lot of like hot blonde girls who think their shit doesn't stink. And you have to kind of like press them because for some reason, that's what they like doing. It's like a strange thing, but it's, I wasn't surprised. Because I was like, a lot of my friends have that same thing where like, they're going to act like they don't care about what you're saying. And you just have to like, give them shit. And that's what they want you to do. And I don't understand why. Like, none of this was surprising to me. This is all stuff I've observed before. And I just never had experienced it myself. Hmm. I guess if I could give you any parting wisdom, it would be continue to let yourself be surprised. And also, don't play the game. Just love people. So, okay. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's my comment to you girls. Is you guys, okay. you all say, I you really- all, You yeah. all. Yeah, so there's, there's a select, few, there's just a, a very select few people who like actually don't really play games and acknowledge, and like they don't play games and they're just confused by games. But the, if you, given that you're a person who says, I don't play games, the odds are you're a person who just like doesn't know that they're in the middle of a game. Like they don't know that they're becoming less interested in the boy because the boy texted them the next day. When because did, the boy when did you graduate from college? I graduated in the spring. Okay, so how many people have you dated post-grad? So by dated, do you mean to have been on a single date with? Just any women you've had some sort of relationship with, how many since post-grad? All right, so we'll say the number of people I've been on at least one date with. I don't actually know. We'll say 15 or 20. Wow, dude, good for you. There's not a lot of second dates. There's really not a lot of second dates. And are you finding that women still want to play these all women? You all, not all, all, just many. Um, still want to play these games? So yes, that's what I was really surprised about because I came in so optimistic and I was like, because most of my friends are girls, and I was like, boys are stupid. Like, I'm going to tell them that I like, like, if I like them, I'll, like, tell them that I like them. Or if, like, I want to see them again, I'll tell them that I want to see them again. Or if they're really funny, I'll say that. And, like, I just struck out on second dates for, like, so much of the beginning of my single life because I was so forward the next day. And I think the reaction from those girls is not, like, he texted me the day after. I'm not, because of that, I'm not interested. It's just, he's really interested Maybe I'm not as interested as I thought or maybe whatever. Like, I don't think they're like, he texted me rejected. It's just like, I'm giving the wrong signal. And like, it's, I could see how it maybe comes off as like, he's too interested. Maybe he's desperate. 
maybe I missed something. Here's the thing I will say about that statement. Um, I feel like a lot of people think that they're owed something and that you should never ghost people and that, you know, I went on a date, I went on one date with you and I a text back and, um, and I'm not saying this is you at all, that's not related, but, um, the whole, like, listen, if a girl is so fucking in you and she's, she's come home and she's telling a roommate, like, like, I'm either one going to text you, you're going to get a text from that girl, or two, she's going to want that, because she's going to be like, is he thinking about me, too? If, if she wants to be in that game, and you should text her the next day, or wait a week, or whatever, then she probably wasn't that into you, and just wants that attention. I, or think, I think you're absolutely right. So that's why most of these, where it's like, if I don't get a second date, even though I asked for it, like, I don't necessarily care. Because a lot of times the reason I didn't care that much is we didn't connect great. It was okay. And I'm like, yeah, that's like, that's understandable. There was only one time in all of my single life where I asked for a second date and then I didn't really get a response. I was really confused, but I wasn't confused. Like I was owed it. I was confused because she seemed extremely interested. Yeah. And dropped off and I was extremely interested. And here's the thing I will say about this is the last thing because I know we don't have a lot of time but like I know there's an interesting are, ending to this story if you want to hear it. Women are fucking scared. It is a risk to go out with a man on a random date and whether you think it's going well or not bitch you better be faking it because men are scary. Like seriously I know like not all men or whatever but like Sometimes I'm like, oh, this guy's giving me a weird vibe, but I have to be fucking nice because I need to protect myself because maybe he's going to bury me in his backyard later. I think this is fair. The one really good date I went on where she didn't text me back, I later learned I've had only one one night stand in my life. It was with her best friend. And she figured that out around when she stopped texting go. me. So that's like the absolute wrong signal. Like it's not anything I've ever made a habit of. It was one time. But like, what does she think of me? Like, Probably not much. And that's completely fair. Wow. Okay. This is literally about to end in two seconds. This is so stressful. Thank you so much. This has actually been really fun. Yeah. I guess I like debates. Okay. Literally, Eric, thank you so much. Um, enjoy this your quarantine, Stay your safe. wine. Maybe we'll resume post-quarantine. Thank I'll you debate. so much for having me. I would love that. I can take you out for wine next time. <laughs> Thanks. We will chat soon. Goodbye. Girl, what happened to us? Used to go out like someone told us to do. You ain't never listened, did you? I'm finding me something to get into. Ah. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about Mr. CEO of All My Friends Are Girls. Okay. Am I allowed to include that? Yes. Okay. He said it 17 times. I'm just reiterating. Okay. I, yeah. He did say it a lot. Oh, I know we were kind of rushed at the end, which is scary. <laughs> like, seriously, that's some fast as my heart has beat this entire quarantine. Um, so that's <laughs> Here's the thing. I had to do a very shortened version of it, but I feel like I just came to a revelation of, like, why guys are always like, but she was so into it. Like, why did I get ghosted or whatever? Because, like, my guy friends say that shit to me all the time. And it's because... I know I do this. I'm not saying it's right, but 
it is definitely a protective measure of just like pretending like you're having a really good time because it's like you don't know this person. I don't think men feel threatened enough by women to like have that natural reflex, but we Mm -hmm. are that natural instinct. It's like we do. It's like I'm never going to be a bitch on a date, obviously, because I'm not a bitch, but like I'm never going to be like I don't know, even if the even if he's like a horrible person, I'm never gonna show that because it's like, oh my god, he has my number, like like maybe he knows what neighborhood I live in, or like for some reason he knows where I live, which I never disclose that information, but like I don't know, it's just dangerous and it's like you have to protect yourself and then once you're out of the physical like distance of him it's like yeah then ghost his ass like you don't that's what I was talking about of like you don't owe anybody anything if you've only been on one date with them it's just like yes ghosting is horrible and it's not cool but like I don't know why people get so fucking angry about being ghosted after one date or before even a date like before and you're just texting and you're like this is this was going great and now it's not it's just like no one owes you anything if it's date two or three, it's, you got to be like, Hey, I'm not into this anymore or whatever. Cause there's definitely some like money that has been invested or time that's been invested. But like after one date, I'm like, that is your one opportunity to like slide out. And like, and like sometimes even after one date, I'm like, Hey, I wasn't feeling that you're super cool. Like whatever. But sometimes if I'm like the guy was a dick or I'm just like very fucking scared of him, like I just don't respond and that's okay. I don't think women should ever feel shamed and like they owe someone something for an hour of their time. Like really get over it. Don't have your pride be that big where you're like, well, I went on a date with them and blah, and I left my house and I had to put on real clothes. It's like, shut the fuck up. Sorry. I had to mute you for a second because this dog was barking, but I like 10,000% agree with you. And to say even further, I experienced that when I went on that date with that one guy. I told him that like, oh, I had a really great time. And I told him, yeah, maybe there'll be a date number two. And it was legitimate fear that made me say those things. So I am like a big believer in what you're saying right now. Yeah. Because like he was just saying racist slurs and like he were in his car. Like it was scary. Yeah. That's scary. And so like, sometimes you got to be like, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get together again. It's like, and then you don't get over it. Like you're, there's a million fish in the sea. And if you're really offended, you have like bigger problems. If you're ghosted before anything even happens, it's just like, sometimes people aren't into it. Like, and you can't, and, and that's just how it be sometimes. That's how it be. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. He's very interesting and cool. I'm glad we had him on the show. Um, and yeah, that's all I had to say. I just wanted to finish that statement out of like ghosting is okay sometimes. If it's in a if it's in a way where you're protecting yourself or maybe you're just like, no, wasn't really feeling that. You don't owe anybody an explanation. Like you don't. If it's date two or three and like then you of course you don't ghost people or if like or if you were intimate with them, I think that's really stupid too. Like if you were intimate with someone and then you ghost, it's like you've literally seen me naked and in a vulnerable position and you can't like text me and tell me that you don't really want to do this anymore. That makes me mad because it's like, then you gave something up. Like it's not like an hour of your time anymore. It's like you gave something up and like there was a risk 
at least for most people, I feel like. So I think that's a little, little silly. But yeah, it feels good to be talking with um, this man. So what did, what did you think about, about that whole combo? Because we didn't get to really speak a lot. <laughs> well, I actually, I actually feel like I, I did get to voice some things that I felt passionate about. Um, and I also just feel like I was serious when I said, like, I, I would continue that conversation. I think it was really interesting to hear. And I, I would want to continue it for selfish reasons of, like, I kind of want to convince him that he actually doesn't know as much as he thinks he does. And yeah. I mean that in the kindest way, just because maybe he's only dated one type of woman, you know, or like maybe he's really only dated, um, he was in a really serious relationship. So maybe he's used to how she functions, but like, we are all different. Yeah. So, like, I know how my group of guy friends functions and I think I know so much about men, but it's like, no, you don't. Like when I went to U of I and I had a huge group of guy friends, I'm like, I know how fucking men work. Like whatever. And then it's just like, no. And then I meet other guys and I'm like, oh wait, they're, everyone's a different person. Like you can, I don't know. I felt like he was making a lot of blanketed statements. Like, and then you have like the pretty blonde who like thinks her shit stinks. And it's like, I, I was like, I don't even know what to do with that sentence because like, <laughs> like saying women want to be put in their place. Like it was just so weird to me. And I was like, as a, bl- as a blonde woman, <laughs> And I was like, uh-oh, Madison's blonde. Like, like, a lot of, like, Big Ten school sorority girls. I just felt like he has been – he's like, I've never been rejected before, and I feel like – I feel like he has. And I feel like that is why he thinks this way about women, because he thinks he has it all figured out, because he gets the same re- reaction all the time. And I'm like, I don't think you do a lot of self-internal, like, um, analyzing. I think questionably the most important thing. Exactly. I think you'd have more success if you looked inwards and he was like, it did. It, why? It did seem a lot of like blame shifting instead of like taking on ownership. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and Eric is like, I'm sure he's a wonderful person. We only got, Oh, for sure. Minutes out of his whole 22 years of living. Like, and he doesn't know us, so, you know, everyone kind of, like, puts on a little bit of a front. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was – I thought it was interesting that he just was like, and then I do this, and then I text him this. And it was like he had this weird formula where he's like, this is what women want. And I think that's the problem is he's doing things because that he thinks that that's what's going to be successful. It's, like, weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just be you, you guys. Yeah. I think, I think we should end with that. <laughs> Exactly. He's like, I, I like, I'm doing this because I don't want to play games. And I'm like, no, I think you're doing that to like flex that you're not playing games, but like really you kind of are with yourself. I don't know. It was weird. Just like literally the only success you will have in a relationship if you, if you are you, because you can't act forever, you know? You, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to, let's say that again. You can't act forever. Um, okay. Wow. Well, I feel satisfied. Um, with that recap and uh can't wait to do it again sometime it's very weird to like talk about dating when we're like not dating people right now like we're in a court yes like I forgot that the opposite sex existed and that isn't that interesting that 
that that's all been stripped from us. Like it's, yeah. I want to go on some FaceTime dates for the sole fact of like, I want to talk to new people because like, we're so used to meeting people. I mean, everyone Mm. meet the clerk at the grocery store. You meet your Uber driver. Like you meet like a person on the bus. Like we don't have that anymore. We just talk to our friends, which is like amazing. Like, yeah, you need that connection. But at the same time, you're not constantly like stimulated with new people. It's kind of like, I haven't thought about that. That's really interesting. Yeah, Like Like the little interactions that we're missing day to day. Yeah, like you and I went on a walk and we like just randomly like yelled across the street to those people. And we, <laughs> yeah. and we were like, why was that so satisfying to like talk to like people we don't know? <laughs> Seriously. Oh gosh. Okay, well, I feel like we could talk forever. So I think we ought to say just stay gorgeous, stay safe, stay home. Yeah, stay all three of those things. Stay safe, stay gorgeous, and stay home. In the order of stay safe, stay home, stay gorgeous. <laughs> For sure, for sure. And the first two will definitely result in the last one. So just keep on your bed. Bye. Bye. Bye.